welcome to Just an Average NFL Podcast with your hosts, Daniel Hayes, Matt Baker, and Terrell Stein. Well, well, welcome into Just an Average NFL Podcast. An Average NFL Podcast. I was going to hold it <laughs> until you broke in because I know sometimes, sometimes, but you, you, you didn't wait at all this uh-uh. time. I gave you no uh, time. I'm like, it's my turn to speak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find us at anchor.fm backslash AVG NFL pod. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, fuck it, if you just search for for Just an Average NFL Podcast, you can find us almost I, anywhere. I got a question about that. Okay. After all these podcasts we've done together. Yeah. If they're listening to this, haven't they already found us? But you don't know who's listening yeah, for the first like time. The new guys are. Yeah. See, you always got to be preparing for the person who just showed up to the party. They might have accidentally found us and don't know yeah. how they got they there. Don't know how they got there? Oh, so we're yeah, we're for those that are lost. Yeah, we're, we're trying. We're trying, to, trying be to figure out how to a, get back. Well, here you know why I bring this up. Um, so when we first started the podcast, uh, Baker's got cousins or uh, family in Ohio, mm-hmm. they, and. Uh, Boo. I'm just kidding. That listens to uh, that listens to the podcast. I hope still listens. I know did listen. I'm sure he still listens. And still listens. We'll find out real quick. And uh, he, go blue. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, we just said we're canceled. I, none we can do. I, I literally just watched the uh, go down. Um, yep. But uh, he mentioned to Baker, he's like, hey, we're, like if I wanted to find you guys on social medias, whatever, he's like, if you know, put it on there. And then I started thinking that like every podcast I listen to, most of them kick it off with giving everybody's Twitter and all that stuff, so it just became part of the routine. That's why I do it. It so. makes sense. I mean, we have gained zero Twitter followers since I started giving out our Twitter, um, and I don't. Uh, we haven't gained a lot of TikTok followers either. So, mm-hmm. I uh, I don't know the TikTok followers I get are because of the podcast or because of the dumb videos that I post. Yeah, and every time we go live, <laughs> it seems to add an extra one. I don't know. If yeah, I will say this: just... we are going to go live again. What I'm trying to figure out: first of all, we're in Dynasty time, so I don't. You know, Dynasty is a very uh, niche group of fantasy players mm-hmm. it is growing i will say that we're better than everybody else <laughs> um and and and, I, and it's annoying to always have to keep flipping the camera or it's on me but then i gotta flip it to somebody that's talking and i just so i'm trying to figure out a way to put it so i can still see the comments but that it picks everybody up the camera does so we're I just got to sit down and put some effort into that. But anyway, you can find us by uh, search for Just the Average NFL Podcast. And uh, we are on Twitter and on TikTok at AVG NFL Pod on both platforms. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. Help us get this thing off the ground. And uh, I forgot to introduce the hosts. Uh, I'm Daniel Hayes with Matt Baker. That's me. And T-Money Stein's back in the house. Here again. Yeah, he uh, he actually wasn't going to be here. I was not. Because he is still trying to move back into his home, but he said, fuck it. Yep. Two, two tears in a bucket. Fuck it. I'm going to come to the party tonight. Who needs a house anyway? Who needs a house? And a home and <laughs> all that shit. I will say, you know, um, hats off to, to our parents, um, all of us. Uh, me, Terrell, and my sister Molly, at different points in our lives, either with families or without, have had to move back home for various reasons. Whether we're in transition in life, or a tornado and a, a fucking flood happen at our house, or me, I just don't know what I want to do with my life, so I'm moving all over the country. Uh, but you know, we we've all had to move back into home, and living with family can always be stressful. But it's it's not it's never been a, a huge issue. Like a, a giant issue, you know. After a while, you'd want your space back. I think everybody does, yep. but 
but we always make it work and um with with very minimal conflict and shout out to my home being where all my family likes to try to come <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. you are that house <laughs> uh, they try i i got good locks so well i'm right. just forewarning you right now yeah if you also like got happens again yeah you got four kids coming over here that's fine oh okay, also you got four kids that haven't moved out yet so you that's still true. got all those one of them is fixing <laughs> to be out the door yeah yeah so we're gonna have an extra room to work out in or something i don't <laughs> know what will. we're gonna do i'll go ahead and tell you the key to them not trying to come back home is to buy an rv in your parents backyard because uh, i have two that have moved out got married and have families and they have yet to be like hey we may need to move in with you for a while yeah that's a <laughs> hey, limited space does hey, limit the yeah i wouldn't tell them no but it's like i don't think they're like we need to go move into dad's RV with him. <laughs> uh, so, all right, enough about my sad situation in life. All right, so uh, the NFL schedule's out, guys. I don't it know was. if you heard. We were going to do the podcast last night, um, but turns out that the NFL wanted to wait till what, 8 o'clock yeah, to eight, drop the schedule. Eight, yeah, so we didn't want to, you know, a little behind the scenes. We do this podcast in Baker's basement, and Baker's uh, lovely Chained wife. Up. Yeah, he wait, does wait, keep hold his on. chain. No, no, no. no, in his sex dungeon. Sorry. Uh, okay, so Baker's lovely wife isn't chained up. No, 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 Okay, for the FBI, I was gonna say. our two FBI <laughs> listeners do not get yeah, any ideas. I didn't mean for that to all mix together. <laughs> I was gonna say Baker's lovely wife tolerates what we do here, even though it kind of, conf- especially during school nights, because yeah. we are directly under his uh, son's bedroom. So we. And, and they have to like wor- worry about taking showers because the plumbing makes and, noise well, during size, we're recording and plus stuff. Plus side, my son learned all kinds of new words this yes, last year. Yeah. So. yeah, especially when we did the comedy podcast. Oh yeah. But uh, and so you know they 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 accommodate us, but it is a it can be annoying the later we go, and so we try to on school nights knock this thing out by seven thirty ish, because eight o'clock is generally when it's time to start getting bedtime I'm, going i'm extremely strict in my house yeah you're in bed at eight yeah yeah you uh, gotta be asleep but you're in yeah. bed at eight <laughs> and so we uh we try to knock everything out before eight and uh so uh fridays is whatever the fuck we'll be here yeah. till midnight it don't care. matter we're here all night <laughs> come see us and join the podcast so we're gonna talk about the schedule a little bit we're gonna talk about some uh highlights it's gonna be centric some of it will be centric upon the teams that we care about so if you don't like them fuck up fuck off I'm just kidding. Don't fuck off. But um, um, and then what? We'll, you know, talk about some new stuff going on. First, um, Black Friday game this season. Um, and there's two games in Germany, and Jacksonville's having to play back-to-back games in London. So yep. hey, the writing's on the wall. They love them out there. <laughs> the Jaguars are about to be the London Jaguars. Um, and and you know we'll talk about that real quick off the off the the the, the top. You know. Roger Goodell has actually come out and said, "Hey, I would like to have a four-team division in Europe." And I, you know, that sounds great on paper, but man, I, I just the logistics of trying to put that together and have the the jet lag of teams having to travel over. I mean, what kind of advantage or disadvantage, depending on if they've got to come over here to play or we got to go there to play? And and things that you're putting through with these players, and then you, you know, I, I just I don't know if. It's it's a it's a cool thing to have games in London, um, but I just I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not one of these guys that think oh it's, we should keep all our games in America. I, look, make it fucking worldwide. I just my thing is I can't wrap my head around the logistics of making it safe and fair 
as possible. So I don't know. What do you what are your guys' thoughts on these London games and the potential of a team actually moving over there or more teams moving over there, you know? Uh been running like since you started talking about it 35 seconds plus another 35 seconds ago (laughs) however long it was i'm running through my head and it just i don't see how you can't do it without adding even more bye weeks and so on and so forth to the schedule to give them more time next thing you know the season's not going to be you know just 17 weeks it's going to be 20 and to make up for it i just I think that's the only that. way they can do it. Which, yeah, I mean, we all want more football, but the thing is, like, where they're at now, it feels like the players are already maxed out on right. the season when that's it comes what to health you consider. Yeah. And so if you move it on, well, then, you know, we add another, you know, however many weeks it takes to add in the bye weeks to give the teams more right. rest between going overseas more, especially if you have a team that stays over there. Obviously, yes. we've got a lot more teams doing it. Yeah. You're going to have to have a lot more adjustments to the schedule. There's no way – I'm sure there is a way. I'm not the rain man. I can't right. figure this out in my head on the fly. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense for it to be able well, to it, come anywhere close to what it is now yeah. and work. They're just going to have to add so much right. as far as weeks, bye weeks, and all that. And I think that's going to – I don't see how that can happen anytime soon. I mean, it's already tough on these players when you start talking about the Thursday night game. These guys are already talking about how, how hard that is on them, especially if they get stuck on a short week. Yeah, <clears throat> It is – we all know it's, it's no fucking, you know – um, mystery. This is the hardest physical game um, in sports. So these guys are beating the shit out of themselves every weekend, and now you're you're asking them to not only beat the shit out of yourself, but travel back and forth. Um, you know, I don't know the exact time differences. I try to remember when I was when I went overseas in the military. I want to say it's somewhere around seven, six, seven, eight hour difference. They're ahead of us, and so you know. You jump on a plane, you fly across the pond, you, you you fast forward in time, you know, seven hours, and then you get off and and your clock's all fucked up, and now you got to go out there and beat the shit out of yourself. You got to somehow do it on a regular NFL schedule. So I think you're right. I think the only way that it works is you have to bring in extra weeks and you have to accommodate these guys to go out there. But then they got to come back, mm-hmm. you know. So you send them over there. They give them a couple of weeks to get acclimated, and then you bring them back over here. And, and it's like, oh, man, I, I just uh, that's that's tough, you know. That's that's just everybody who has to play the European division is just going to be like, fuck, yeah. you know. Every season that they got to do it. I don't know. What are you? You're also, over there making notes, Baker. I know you're writing down. I, I should have done this beforehand. I, I just you, you mentioned it, and. <clears throat> it kind of makes sense when you said bye weeks. So um, week nine is uh, Dolphins versus Chiefs, which is November 11th in Germany. Yes. Uh, week 10 is both of their bye weeks. Okay, so they so, did it right so before they, their yeah. – So they play Germany so that's and they smart. come back and go their bye right. week. And yeah. I feel like that's how week, – yeah. Week 10 is uh, Colts versus Patriots, which is November 12th. Yeah. And week 11 is both of their bye weeks. Okay, so that makes sense. So the only people that's really getting fucked in all this are the Jaguars. Yeah. I mean, because they're... When is their bye week? Um, that's, that's what I was in the yeah. middle of going in to try to find. It has to be after that. La- it, it, the only way that th- this makes sense is after the second game, that, that has to be their bye week. Jacksonville goes on week nine. So they actually play week five, week six, and, and oh. then they play week seven, week eight, and then they get their bye week in week nine. <laughs> so week seven and eight's back here? Yeah. Man, does is Roger Goodell hate Wait, Jacksonville? Say, get, say that again? <laughs> so they play 10-1 yep. October 1st. Yeah. They play here? Falcons. No, this is in London. Yeah. Okay. So they play Falcons, play Jacksonville. Jacksonville's the home team. Yep. Um, 
And Jackson and uh, all right, I got to know when's the Falcons by week. I'm looking right now. <laughs> Falcons by week is if it's week six. It's not week six. Okay, so I was about to say the Jack Jacksonville's getting just getting. It fucked. is. Falcons week eleven. Okay, so so, so they're, they're not did, getting. They didn't do the London. They're not games getting royalty. No. Yeah, no, they're like fuck they, London. They did Germany fine, <laughs> yeah. you know. But they did. They said, you know what, London, you're just going to go there when we tell you to go there. Yeah, you're going to play your game. But I do wonder. I mean, they did leave Jacksonville out there for two weeks back to back. Oh, they're definitely going to stay. There. So they're going to stay. You know. So I mean, you kind of. I mean, beat a little bit of the jet lag. But. So we're uh, what what? So they're. Jacksonville's first game in London is it's this one? 10 1, yeah. So, what's their game before that? What date's that? Just um, wondering. That I'm not sure. So that's a Thursday. The game. date would oh, be. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that would suck. I, no, it would be better if it's a Thursday game. they have more than a full time. week. It might be. No, it would be better have... if it was a Thursday game. Uh, I hope it's a Monday game, though. <laughs> Short schedule. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I didn't look at the dates. I didn't look at their schedule. It, like, I could pull up Jacksonville. So I was pulling bye weeks up now. Oh, I could probably pull that up, too. We all have. If only I had a device that I could hold in the palm of my hand. They can give me all the information I want in a moment's notice. I just try to figure out what <laughs> we got going on. When they here. when they create that, that's going to be amazing. It, somebody's going to be rich. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so week four, week four. Um, let's see, Jacksonville is not the Thursday night game. Detroit, Green Bay, or the Thursday night game. Jacksonville okay. is early. What date is uh, week four? No, actually, they're going to be in London week four. So you must have your. Oh, weeks I, must have my, I must have. I must have backwards. I I wasn't sure because I right. was. Yeah. Because well, ten fifteen, so week oh, so two three, here, so. so week four, week three, they're not uh, playing the Thursday night game. Six. In that's uh, Giants San Fran. Jacksonville okay, so. plays a Sunday regular Sunday one o'clock game against Houston at home. Gotcha. So, so yeah, so, so Sunday, they they uh, play they play four and five. And when did we, when did you say their bye was? <laughs> week nine or some shit? Eleven? Yeah, it's a uh, week eleven. <laughs> Man, yeah. So and looking at the Falcons real quick. Uh, it's a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday game. So Sunday America, Sunday London, then Sunday America. So there's yeah. no buy for that afterwards. Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, so if that's how they're going to do it, then I guess no special provisions need to be made for London games. Yeah, they they only London, make special apparently. privileges for Germany, apparently. Yeah. They did make – I mean, it did work. But look at the like, teams oh, playing in Germany. Look at them. Who Dolphins, are Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, is yeah, yeah. The yeah. first week. Especially and then the Chiefs. Colts, Patriots. Yeah. So, the next week, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if that, if that was uh, Jacksonville, Atlanta, and uh, and Jacksonville and the Bills, then, <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah well, it, there'd be no bye week. The be, Bills would have the bye week. Thursday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Bills would have their bye week afterwards. Nobody else would. So yeah, Goodell's gonna come back like Jacksonville. You don't get a bye week. You got to play another game <laughs> in Germany. Yep. We're gonna put you in Australia. And Jacksonville next year. plays their bye week in America. <laughs> <laughs> That's their and they're like, thank God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. But yeah, but, uh, two Germany games and three London games. That's that's interesting. It's it's always it's a different atmosphere in the London games yeah. watching it because uh, their their fan base is absolutely unreal. Yeah, well the know. way yeah, I mean, it's, it's soccer hooligans like, coming to football is yeah. a whole yeah. It's almost like a, all the Americans fly to London to be in the stadium yeah. and act a fool. So yeah, it's pretty. Interesting. Well, and the other thing is, is in soccer, you know, if you get one goal, it's like the greatest thing that happened oh, yeah. in the world. And so you get multiple touchdowns in football, they just lose their well, shit. Well, that's why they send Jacksonville over there all the time because they only score one yeah, goal. Yeah, so a it's game. like watching soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and the Falcons. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna leave them out. But well, speaking of the Falcons, my Panthers get to kick off the season at the Falcons, and uh, that's a true whoop, test whoop. for both of y'all. It is. Well, here's the thing. So 
the Falcons have been getting a lot of love here lately from yeah. from national pundits who are coming in and saying, "Hey, uh, Falcons are actually doing some shit." They, they went and spent some, yeah. a, a bunch of fucking money in free agency, yeah. especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, Arthur Smith is doing it. Arthur Smith is a guy who doesn't need a quarterback. He proved that last year with Mariota. He made them competitive with Mariota. Yeah, and so he went and got mm-hmm. Bijan. And uh, he's going to run the ball down everybody's throat. Bijan, if he stays healthy, he's going to have over 300 touches this season. Yeah. And Algier probably have 200. So, <laughs> you know, um, and so I, 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 the Falcons, I think some Panther fans are just like, well, fuck the Falcons. They're not going to be that good. And I'm like, huh, you guys need to, you need to pay more attention to what's going on down in Atlanta and, and with Arthur Smith. I, I would need them to fire Arthur Smith and go hire Matt Rule. <laughs> Because then I'll feel good about it. They feel a lot better. <laughs> and then it. we get to go play Monday night the next week uh, against New Orleans. So that's that's interesting. But Terrell, talk to me how you're feeling about your Falcons and uh, and you get to start at home against the Panthers and their rookie quarterback potentially. So as far as what the team is doing as a whole, I think I give I want to give most of credit to Terry Fontenot, the uh, general manager. general manager that we brought in from the Saints and what he did yeah, with that program down there. And what was his name? He had a Russian name. The other guy, Dimitri. Uh, yeah, Dimitri. Uh, Demetric Felton Falk. Uh, no, no. Demetric Felton. <laughs> yeah, he's the, <laughs> he's he's running, the running back, back for yeah. the Browns. Third string yeah, or something, Demetric right? Felton, that was him. Uh, nice. No, you're close. I, I already forgot his I, I name. I know it's Demetri something. He's yeah. actually over like this whole – they're, they're starting this whole – well, anyway, Mike Martz is in it with him. It's, I forget what they call yeah, it. This whole uh, like, like company. We're just going to call him Felton for now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm still not on board the Arthur Arthur Smith giant thumb train here. <laughs> he I'm just really not, thumb. man. Uh, look, I understand he's building. Uh, what 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 do you accomplish in Tennessee by running just running the fucking ball? Look, I didn't say Arthur Smith's going to win you. Anyway. I know, but why are we going after the exact same model that didn't that, work? Look, he likes to play football like it's 1965. Okay, well, <laughs> that's fine. We win some games. We proved we could do it with Mariota to win some games, you know, not having a quarterback. I'm still not 100% sold on Ritter until we see it happen. And until that happens, everything we've done up until this point, just I'm not – crazy about right. it until I see that ball get thrown in the air and caught by our two biggest weapons out there, Drake yeah, that's London the and yeah. Kyle Pitts, yeah. to make it not wasted. Yeah. No, and Bijan, three biggest weapons now. I mean, this I'm is talking yeah, about the he want, he, side, yeah, yeah, I mean, Bijan's going to get the work, and he's yeah. going to prove his worth in yeah, but it. Yeah. I understand you know, what you're saying. Drake, Drake London just, might be the best receiver that came out of his class. He has the size, speed, and ability. And he was my top receiver. And Kyle Pitts was supposed to be a generational talent at tight end, and he's one of the three rookies to break a thousand yards right. in his rookie season, but no touchdowns right. or something like that. You know, whatever. Yeah, it was. he had no touchdowns his and rookie like, season. Or maybe you still one. want to call him a bust. Well, he has no though, touchdowns in America. Right. He had yeah. one he had in Atlanta, London. London. It's like was well, a bust or not? But we haven't had a quarterback since we've been drafting these. This talent, yeah. and we're still not there. Like, I, I don't know. I told you. I think Ritter. So I, I think Ritter's going to be good. I don't know that Ritter's like ever going to be an elite I'm not, guy. I'm not out on him. Yeah, no. I'm just. I can't be excited till I see it happen. Well, you know, I was listening. So to, I'm listen- just kind of in like uh, mediocre land. I was listening to a, a podcast the other day, and they were talking about how when players don't make it in the NFL, it's not always the player's fault. It's the situation they get thrown in. Now, if you take Desmond Ritter and you put him, let's say Mahomes isn't on the Chiefs, but it's still Andy Reid. Ritter gets drafted there. He gets out there. He gets coached by a quarterback savvy 
coach, and he goes out there in a passing offense, and he's taught how to make his reads and read defenses, yada, 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 and maybe shit clicks and he becomes a great quarterback. You put Desmond Ritter on an Arthur Smith-led team where it's all about play action, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, Mm -hmm. and it's not really about the quarterback play and teaching him how to go out there and and take over the, the, the field because what Arthur Smith wants is a game manager. That's all he wants as a quarterback. He wants, he wants freaking uh, Trent Dilfer, um, and so you know I like Desmond Ritter, but I, I'm with you. I can see what you're seeing in that. I don't know that Arthur Smith is a guy that's going to take you to the promised land. He's going to always keep you around now, that eight to twelve right. draft pick range and be competitive all season. Right. But and I'll just say this real quick: don't misconstrued my feelings for this team right now. I love what we've done with the defense. I yeah. love what we the fact that we basically yeah, we have our starting Campbell, offensive right? line basically coming back from last year, yeah. which is one of the best offensive lines in the league when it came to run. Yeah. Uh protection and the yards per you know every like they really hit it out of the park last yeah. year that's why we were able to get the success we did yeah without a quarterback so the defense moves we made bringing the offensive line back basically not making a lot of changes there if any hardly at all and then the key players that we brought in the last couple years the team to me like all right went into a rebuild and we finally got out under from the cap hit from matt ryan's stupid yeah, contract oh from God. a couple years ago million we're able money. to make some moves it all looks great but I can't give it to the head coach right now because he's not going to do what I want to do with his team. Right. But then again, I'm not in charge. He's not playing 2023 football. He's but playing 1983 football. what Terry has done with, you know, what yeah. Arthur's done with Terry and together, it looks good as a whole. I just I hope Desmond Ritter turns out to prove me wrong, and I feel fucking amazing about all of it for, oh yeah, you know, probably the best I felt I, well, about I, a team in I a will long say, time. I will I'm just say, hesitant. You know, I'm hesitant. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit in the same boat in the sense of – I don't like what the Panthers gave up to get the number one overall pick. Right. I didn't like getting rid of DJ Moore. But, as I said from the jump, if Bryce Young is that dude mm-hmm. and he turns out to be a top-notch quarterback, I don't give a fuck who, what we gave up. Yeah, because you, you know, potentially have right. him for the next 10 years. 10 years. It, it, yep. you know, And if he turns into be a top-10 NFL quarterback, then it was worth every dime because that's the hardest thing to do. So I'm with you in that I'm, I'm, ready, I'm ready for him to get out there. I do like – the coaches that we brought in and the scheme we're going to potentially run more than if Arthur Smith was my head coach. Right. And so I do understand your apprehension in regards to that. you have anything you want to throw in this pile or do you got some games you want to throw in there there, Baker? No, I mean, I, I, I like the Falcons. So I like the pieces that the Falcons have picked up. I, I, I'm not entirely sure how well they're all going to work together. That's going to be really what bulls out. They've done more defensive moves this last offseason than I think I think they spent more money than just about anybody this offseason a lot lot of any of the teams out there I mean it was two days ago they were still signing people on the defense as far as and they're still under the radar which is crazy there's so many people who are just discounting them like oh the the Falcons are are in rebuild. I'm like, oh, their money doesn't say they're in a rebuild. Well, like last year, their defense wasn't absolute garbage, but they added enough pieces to it to where it's like, oh, wait a second, we might have something real going on here that's going to well, shut now, that side of the ball down. In defense so. of that, though, there's a lot of injuries and going in like second, yeah, yeah, third tier cornerbacks and, and stuff. Like Dean was Dean Peeves, I think. Uh, like he really did put a system in there that looked like it would work. And what he did with who he had was kind of a little nothing short of amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it was, we were fucking depleted. Yeah. On five different levels. Well, talk to me about some games on the schedule. You're there making all these notes furiously. So, 
Would they? Yeah. So, I just took down some keynotes for these, um, you know, these holidays that people like to spend with their families and then blame not being with their family on a game that's on TV. <laughs> but hold up. Hold up now. All right. What about your team? My team's my team. The Bills? Well, yeah. I mean, y'all they, made a couple uh, – Hey, look, he's a he's – Y'all a, made a couple moves, NFL but there's Chris also Pratt some big fan. noticeable moves they didn't Pratt. make that speaks about what they yeah. kind of be might be doing. Well, so the first game of the season, similar to y'all's, they're gonna, there's going to be a lot shown. They play the Jets the yeah. first First game of this season. Be a lot show Aaron for Rogers. both teams. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you a, got Aaron I'm, I'm excited for this game. This is this is a game that's really gonna like everybody's gonna have to put their hands on the table and see what what everybody's showing. And I'm a little nervous. I'm not entirely. I, I do like the fact that they didn't go out there and waste needlessly draft running backs to try to replace James Cook. I think they got something there and they should use him, which they didn't really use him a whole lot at the end of the season, but. It shows me now they trust their running back. They did go get Latavius Murray, which is, I mean, meh, but he kind of shows up as you know there then in the season back. there when he started getting used, like his yards That's, per carry and everything, like he was he's, efficient. He's and definitely good. he's definitely a good back. It, but you, they also lost Devin Singletary, which is good. So we're talking all this good news about him, and I, I don't know. I, I kind of I'm torn with what the the. I'm kind of nervous to see with the tension that there was between Allen and Diggs and all that towards the end of the season and that whole, um, I'm not going to say lost camaraderie, but there was, there was a lot publicly out there. And I, you know, the, the team has done so well the oh, last couple of years. There's some rumors about that. Beef. <laughs> there, there's, there's some rumors about a, a girl involved in some stuff. I don't know. It might be. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I heard it. I can't remember all the details, so I'm not going to dive into it. But it be kind. It could be kind of like a, a Russell ago, Wilson situation. As of a week ago, Allen and his girl are completely done. So yeah, and I think that there's nah. something there. <laughs> so uh, I don't want to get into that. But, but I do want to back up because yeah, I had to go. I had to go drain the main vein, as I say. Hey, oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, I do want to back up when you talk about running backs. So I think you know, bringing this back to the fantasy life, to me, Damian Harris right now. If you're drafting earlier, if you're in dynasties, in my opinion, is a good value in the mid to late rounds. I've been yeah. getting him just about anywhere I can get him. I don't expect him to be an RB1, but he has potential to be a low-end RB1 because he is a decent pass-catching guy, but he is also a really good goal-line guy. And if he stays healthy in that offense, he is what they've been missing for a long time, a hammer. Think, uh, what, uh, like, uh, what's his name, Williams? On Jamal the lines Williams. last year, yeah, yeah. think that. Yeah, no, the only the only caveat I'll throw in is Josh Allen is their goal line back. But if you're trying to save Josh Allen from getting so many hits, you maybe you give Damian Harris early down well, that's work. All, that's all Stephon Diggs was trying to do is trying <laughs> save him from getting too many hits. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> uh, allegedly, allegedly, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I am I am targeting Damian Harris just because of the value I can get. I do I do expect. As the offseason and stuff progresses, his value is going to climb. But right now, he's somebody I think you can get late in drafts. So I've anyway. got him. I've got him a lot of places and anywhere. It's weird. Magically, somehow, everywhere I had James Cook, I magically had Damian yeah. Harris. Like I, it wasn't intentional, but it's just how it worked out. But, but I mean, they've they've done some things that I just like. 
I know, like, um, Sauce Gardner last year put up his biggest, best numbers against the Bills. And, well, I mean, it's a division yeah. rivalry game. and it's, yeah, Sauce Gardner's a fucking truth. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, so I mean, the, Dude, that, that Jets nerves. killed last year's draft, man. It's, they actually, they actually yeah. fucking did. That was a, that's fucking ridiculous <laughs> when they got the draft. I tell you, that might be one of the best draft classes I've ever seen for a single team. Priest mm-hmm. Hall, Sauce Gardner, <laughs> yes. uh, Garrett Wilson. And yep. they got a defensive uh, uh, pass rusher. Yeah. Um, that was that was the top pass rusher it's, in that draft it, too. I can't remember his name, but yeah, they 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 smash that that fucking it's, draft. It slowly makes me a little nervous. I mean, yeah. I, not that you know, I don't think that it's. I just I think it's gonna be too close for well, comfort. I'm but really Rogers out there now dude, too. Aaron Rodgers and he brought in all his Green Bay receivers, <laughs> all of them, which means that uh, they're they're gonna be mid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. Um, I will say one more thing about the the Bills that concerns me. I don't know. I hope Ken Dorsey matures. Your offensive uh, coordinator. Yeah, I think last year he played too much. What we were talked about last year is YOLO yeah, football, yeah. where where they would just say fuck it and chuck it down the field and and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And I think they that sometimes they get too wrapped up in that. Let's let's throw the ball downfield and whatever. It's like. Or a quarterback snake on four and six. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah. 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 They were, they'll never see it coming. Yeah, it, it, and so well, it's like it wasn't even a don't sneak. Get, it was yeah, just yeah a I was just straight. But up here's the thing: just run, shit you know? like that. Yeah. What Ken Dorsey needs to keep in mind, and I'm sure he he knows this: when you have the best talent on the field, you don't have to get stupid. Just, yeah. play just play football. The game. Yeah, exactly. Make good calls and play. You know, you don't have to play conservative, but play it the right way, make good play calls. And I think that I like Ken Dorsey. I liked him actually as a quarterback back in college, and I thought that he was going to be an okay NFL quarterback. He didn't. But he was the Panthers uh, quarterback coach with Cam for a while. He did really good work with Cam Newton. Um, And then when Sean McDermott, who was the defensive coordinator for the Panthers, went to there, he he took uh, took Dorsey with him him as a quarterback's coach, and he's worked his way up to offensive coordinator. So I like Ken Dorsey. I think Ken Dorsey has a great mind for the game, but he's young. And he has a high-powered offense, and I think he wanted to uh, make a name for himself. I think he wanted everybody to be talking about, oh, this dude knows what he's doing. It's like, dude, the best offensive coordinators don't score 40 points a game. The best offensive coordinators call good games in the right situation. And people who know will know. So that's what I hope they do. I hope Sean McDermott realizes that. And so, you know, I like you guys. But talk to me about some of these holiday games you're looking at. So... You can pretend to be some of these fans if you want to, just so you can you don't have to go to these events. Um, Thanksgiving Day, you got the Packers playing the Lions. Ooh, of course, yeah. the Lions got to play Thanksgiving. Well, the Lions that's, always play Thanksgiving. That's got to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and look, that's all they got right now. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, now they, they they're getting it's better. What they're known for. Hey, speaking of the Lions, real quick, uh, we do need to go back to Week One because I did want to bring this up. Uh, the Lions are playing your Bills, correct? No, no, no. Jets play the Bills. No, the we. Oh my God. Who the Lions play week one? They play somebody really good, and it's going to be it's a test probably for the them. Chiefs. It's the, it's, it's the Thursday night game. <laughs> it's a Thursday night game? Yes. So it's probably the Giants. It is the Chiefs. They're playing the Chiefs. Yeah, see? Thank you. Called it. I don't even know that's right. So the Lions are playing the Chiefs on Thursday night, right out the jump. Every, they're an up-and-coming team, and everybody's talking about them. Um, and I like what Dan Campbell's trying to do there. So we'll see. I think we're going to know right off the cuff what they're made of. So that's an interesting game to me anyway. Uh, are as well, yeah, but anyway, yeah. So go back to your uh, Thanksgiving. I'm intrigued about this Lions and Chiefs. Week. Yeah, the Lions. <laughs> well, that's like I said. That's it's, gonna it's gonna really it's gonna really show you right out the gate. Uh, they're playing on the road at the Chiefs. It's gonna open. It's gonna yeah. open. Some I don't stuff expect up them to win that game. 
But uh, even if they go out there and they're competitive, if they go out there and they show them, because last year their fucking defense was asshole. Yeah. Like like unclean ass. Unclean ass. <laughs> that we Still, saw. Such a great God, I, I can't even remember where we heard that originally. Uh, it was about oh, Lamar, though. No, no, it was in a, yeah, we were in a, <laughs> we, we were in a fantasy group. I can't remember the, the guy's name or I give him a shout out. But somebody was talking about Lamar in the, the, the sleeper app <laughs> and like bragging about having Lamar. I think Lamar just re-signed his just contract. just signed his contract. Yeah. Yep, and, the guy go, and the guy who had Lamar was just talking about like, man, I I'm ready for the season now. Lamar signed the contract. We're going to kick ass. And this dude just slips in out of nowhere, and he goes, "Lamar is unclean ass." Just straight up, and that's all he said. He didn't say anything. Just oh god, it was so great. Uh, I don't agree with that, but it was literally like that. Is as somebody just walks up to me and goes, "Bro, you are unclean ass." That hurts. That's that's a heavy that's a heavy insult. So it's become my new go to when I want to talk shit about somebody. I'm just like they're unclean ass. (laughs) So um, anyway. So, but you got you got the Packers playing the Lions. There's twelve thirty game. Commanders or or Washington footy football faces are playing um, Cowboys at four thirty. This and, is the uh, footy but football Manders. Manders, and then the Forty ers play Seahawks. So I mean, I think for that day I'm gonna be a Packers, Cowboys, and Forty ers fan. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm gonna be whoever I've got the most fantasy players. <laughs> fucking fan. That's why I'm gonna be. <laughs> And, uh, and then you got, you know, coming just behind that is uh, the Black Friday game. First time we've ever yeah. had a Black Friday game. Um, and it's the Jets versus the Dolphins. They're, they're telling you, they're trying to find, they're trying to get people to want to stay home on Black Friday. That's what Everybody's tired of the bullshit. And then well, they, they got to play it. At fucking five in the morning, if they what, want to do that. What better way to do it than put uh, hey, well, darkness retreat all, and concussion protocol out there in the <laughs> same that. game? Well, let's also let's also understand that. Their target audience isn't the ones going Black Friday shopping. It's, okay, yeah, there ain't a whole the husbands. Yeah, there ain't a whole lot of husbands and dudes like getting up at five a.m. to go Black Friday shopping. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, you know, I don't think they're going to be able to to uh, stop that. But no, I, I can honestly say real quick, I have never been Black Friday shopping. I've been about a hundred and ten times. I would rather put my head in a meat grinder than go. Black Friday shopping. One year I went, I bought 11 tablets for $29 a piece. And that's great. And, and I'm I, happy for I, you. And I sold them for I would, 120 bucks a we piece. Bought, look, that's fine. I, I'm glad you made money that's off of it. I would still it. rather put my head in a meat grind. You can tell me right now, well, hey, you can leave on Black Friday and go to this store and buy your favorite thing for 15 cents a piece. I don't even know what my favorite thing is right now. But if you told me that and I can get 10 of them, I would still rather put my head in a meat grinder because glorious, I don't want to be around. The glorious crowds. part about it is you get blitz drunk and you get a DD to take you around everywhere, and you just talk shit to everybody standing outside the store with you. <laughs> you kick tents, you do whatever you got to do to make yourself known that you're there to be in. Front oh, of you, them. You're, you're you're a certain dominance on Black Friday. Oh, a hundred percent. Okay, I'm out there. You're peeing on top of people's pee. Dominantly shopping. <laughs> you're peeing on top of pee. All I these got people. You. Yes, I got exactly. You. But the first game, first Black Friday yeah. in history, is going to be Aaron Rodgers and Tua. Should be an interesting game. Oh. Well, as long as Tua makes it'll it be winning. Oh, no, <laughs> so, did y'all hear Miami's changing their logo again? Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. They're putting the helmet back on the Dolphin. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. They they fucked up when they took it off. <laughs> Listen, first of all, I hope the best. Yeah, uh, we I, all hope, hope the best for two and nobody Tungvalu. ever gets injured. Yeah, no, yeah. ever. We don't wish an injury. No, 
And but, we know that Tua's situation was also caused by piss poor management by oh his man, team doctors the worst. and the team. Yeah. And the NFL because yes. they're supposed to have people to review yeah, well, yeah, stuff like yeah, that yeah, and they, yeah. the, the refs and are supposed so, to pull them off. Yeah, look, sometimes and it was terrible, clear in the replays yes. that they should have taken him yes. off field. And sometimes in terrible situations, the only thing you can do is make terrible jokes. Make light of it, man. <laughs> yeah. You just I, I, Sorry. And I, you know, hey, look, uh, on every team I got to, uh, I got Mike White. So talk to me I'm about sure Christmas Day. Christmas Day, you got the Raiders playing the Chiefs at 1. Uh, you got the Giants playing the Eagles at 4:30, and then the Ravens playing the 49ers. So um, that's going to be a, Chiefs, the, Eagles, I, and this, 49ers fan yeah. again that day. I'm going to be <laughs> be those fans again. Well, the, wait a minute. You said the ones who yeah. are the Chiefs playing? The Raiders. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't oh, know that I'll Jimmy. ever. I don't Jimmy G. Unless I can get Josh Jacobs in this trade, I don't know. This guy's got Josh Jacobs on the trade block, and I've offered my firstborn child to this guy and he keeps turning it down and i'm like i don't know what he expects to get probably but, multiple first and a player wow well he's Honestly, i mean that. coming off a season what jacobs did i mean i could see it but i, I don't i can see I somebody like cam Akers it. and a couple first probably is probably what he's thinking he yeah, that's probably what he's thinking he uh he's just throwing it out there to see if somebody's going to get stupid oh yeah because yeah. you don't want to get rid of him but if somebody's willing to overpay then everybody's yeah. for sale yeah, so, yeah that's, that's that true. makes sense all right, so I got to offer a 2025 first and the 2023 first. You haven't drafted in that one yet? I don't think so. No, I haven't. I have two. He's lost track of all. I don't know. I got too many fucking I've leagues. I've lost bro. a lot of track. I have too many leagues. I, I hit my limit today. Today I hit my limit. I'm yeah, done. That vampire leagues. leagues? Yep. All right, so let's move on. Um, I'm sure there's more shit in the schedule we could talk about, but. And if, she, if we think about it, we'll pick it up next one. But I do want to talk about some uh, dynasty uh, values. Okay, so I was in a league, one of my many, and um, a guy puts a guy on blast in the chat about who's taking less than two firsts for Kink Cousins. And, uh, you know, and my thing is, is like the guy offered two seconds for Kink Cousins. This guy puts him on blast for two seconds. I'm thinking in a super flex. I'm still thinking unless I'm a if unless I really really need Kink. If I think I can compete, but if 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 he's somebody I'm willing to deal, I'm willing to take two seconds for Cousins. Yeah. Um. He's he's old. His own fucking team doesn't want him. That's. And I got a feeling personally that he's about to become the next Matt Ryan or fucking Carson Wentz, where he's going to go to a team, suck ass, and then never be heard from again. Just yeah. And so like forced into retirement. Yeah. I guess. And so, you know, I, and so, but it, it got me on this thought process of these guys in the middle of the pack, these players that they're not obviously the top and they're not the bottom. And so where, where do you, and, and their value, especially in dynasty is so subjective of how do you value these guys? Where, what is, what is worth roasting a guy over? And what is a good deal? Like, I would have never put a guy... I mean, I'm not putting anybody on blast in the public chat over a trade anyway, even if it's egregious. Yeah. Because that's just not my style. I may have to do a deal with this guy later down the road, and, and so... You don't want to burn that bridge right. before there's a bridge, yeah. But uh, but still, like, what's worth at least replying to the guy going, are you fucking insane? Why would I do this deal? And what's like, okay, I see where you're coming from, but I still value him higher. Um, another guy I can tell you about is uh, Geno Smith. A guy offered me a second-round pick in Cole Komet in a super fleck. Fleck. 
Super flex. I've never been in a super flex league. <laughs> for Geno Smith, and I turned him down. I, I countered a 2024 first. I'd have done a 2024 first straight up for Geno because I'm in a rebuild. Dude said it was too rich, wanted Traylon Burks too, and I just shut him down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He wanted Geno and Traylon Burks for – it was going to be a late 2024 too, and I just like, no, we're well, way Well, he's off. banking on you still uh, being one of those people that are worried about his medical condition from last preseason. Yeah, or him being his older because he's like 34 or 35 whatever. as well. Oh, no, I'm talking about Traylon Burks. Burks. Oh, so no. So he's hoping you throw him in because people are low and then, on and him. And being on a team smart, you shouldn't be fucking low on him. Yeah, and, and Will Levis potentially but, being his quarterback. So. Yeah. Um, but so so I was just thinking about these players. So give me, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, whoever Baker Terrell. Give me a player that's that you are you're having trouble valuing. Like maybe maybe you think this guy's higher, and everybody else is like this dude's trash. Or somebody you're like, why do people think this guy's good, and 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 I think he's trash type deals. So oh man, uh, you got one. I, I tell you what, I've been struggling with. I brought it up before the podcast, but I mean, is Michael Gallup. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because this dude was, was we've money. Seen, we've seen his talent. We've seen what he could do. He's on a high-pass offense, but the team continually adds depth to their wide receivers. And, is and it, has it come back off Their of coach that? basically came out and said, we passed too much last year. Yeah, he wants to run the ball 48 times a game. So where do you really – like, where do you go with this? I mean, you're looking at Gallup, who's been a, a decent receiver at times and then had an injury – and kind of missed him some time and all yeah. this stuff, and then come back. He shows to be like we thought he was potentially going to be the number two, the or, two or maybe even the number one with CD. With, yeah, and it just didn't kind of yeah. he didn't hardly show up at all last but, year. But and, he was coming back off a pretty serious injury, exactly, and didn't really do much. Now we're in that second year after injury, so and so uh, so where do you like where do you see him like where do you value him? like how well? Do let you, me ask you if if he's on another team, what are you willing to give for him? I, see, I'm, I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, know you don't I mean? want to that's, give too much. No, exactly. You don't, so, don't want to overpay. Think, I mean, obviously, I think with somebody like Gallup, specifically, the value will fluctuate based off of whether you got him. If you have him, you're not probably not going to trade him. Yeah. Um, unless somebody's like trying to get a throw in on a deal you want to really make, because if he shows up and there, and he gets a lot of hype in, in preseason, his value will climb. So he's like a hold if you got him. Yeah. But if you want to go after him, it's like how like, – what, what do you, you got to spend? A third or fourth rookie round pick? Uh, you know, maybe Bobby Trees? I'd do Bobby Trees for Gallup straight up because Bobby Trees is another guy I'm trying to sort out. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. What do you think on Gallup, T? <sighs> Yeah. Back to you, Baker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tough read. I mean, if, it really is. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. If I have him, I'm going to want more for him than what I'm going to be able to get, I think. And I don't know how he moves somebody like that. He's yeah. not a waiver drop, I don't think, unless you have a so really, either. really deep roster. And like you said, you're not going to get any kind of value trying to trade him. Unless somebody's just a huge Cowboys fan and they're like, "This guy's good." Yeah, like that. Like I'm trying to add him to a trade to sweeten the deal. That makes sense. right. Yeah, he's there's no way over, you're doing yeah. anything with just him and you know right. value at this yeah. point because the reality is that's that's him for the last what two right. years now. Yeah. Uh, what did he do before last year? Was he injured? He was good. No, he was he uh, before. Well, what, oh no, the year before he was injured. Yeah, yeah. And then the year before that, he was like a top right. I know he's at least top thirty six. He might have been a top twenty four wide receiver. So I mean, you know what you know who he is and you know what he can be, but there's no way you can do anything unless yeah. he's he's a piece of a bigger pie, pie yeah. when it comes to trying that to put sense. a value on him. Yeah, that's true. Who was the guy that, that, that <laughs> the uh, dude kept trying to throw on you in, Terrence Marshall. 
Terrace Marshall. He's another one. He, um, as a Panther fan, I'm I'm kind of out on him. I was I was higher on him before they went and picked up Mingo and signed DJ Chark yeah. and signed Adam Thielen. Thielen. But, um, the amount of money the the Panthers I keep are keep forgetting he's there. Well, the amount of money the Panthers are pl- are paying Thielen, he's going to at least get the opportunity to do something. Yeah, DJ Chark is going to get the opportunity because he's just a uber talented guy. Six oh, foot I, four yeah. can run a four four. Um, and uh, and and so then you get Mingo who's the 39th pick. He's a second round pick. So, you know, where does Terrace Marshall fit into this? Because that offense isn't going to be high powered yeah. passing. They're going to try to run the ball too. They also got Miles Sanders, who they keep saying they want to get over 50 uh, receptions this year. You know, they keep talking about how he's going to he's going to be a huge part of their passing uh, game. Speak about an undervalued. Well, we can talk about Miles here in a second because okay. I got some, I got some things I want to say. I've, for, yes. I've been on this guy's yeah, oh, coattails man. for years. Yeah, now. me and you both, and I haven't understood. Like I went after him hard. Yes. And it's like just look at the writing on the wall with what he does if he gets and what the he can do. Yes, yeah. but Which you know, yeah, I, but, but, my player I'm gonna bring up is yeah. kind of reminds me of that. I but, think Terrace Marshall is a borderline drop at this point. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even I, I can't yes. I think hopefully you still got him on a taxi squad yeah. for another year you can let him ride there, but otherwise if you got a deep roster, he's probably a waiver. He really is. And and I'm not the guy offered me um he wanted my third for next year for Terrence Marshall and Terrace. right now Terrace Terrence yeah. Marshall. And right now it's sitting there because I I don't know that I want to give up a third for him. No, I mean I I, re- I really don't like because I, 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 you like could probably you said, get him on waivers in a few weeks. That's just gotta keep shopping. That's what I'm thinking. It's, it's, He's not sent you two offers. Yeah. He sent offers to everybody else. Too. Somebody else. Is if getting nobody me, yeah. gives him an offer, he's probably I'll be able to pick him up off waivers for free. Yeah, and not even have to stress any of this. So yeah, no, exactly. But yeah, every time I think of him, though, I think back to what. Like his profile was his oh. athletic profile. Some thought he's going to be yeah. better than Justin Jefferson, dude. Right? Because right. I mean, he was uh, he was a fucking baller in he, college. He was right, but I don't know. It just it feels like a uh, a Jalen Rieger type deal at this point. It does. I will say in his defense, he was drafted to a team that was led by Matt Rule, who was doo yeah. trash, and that's why I kept giving the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But, even and last so like, year, there wasn't any really shining right. of hope. There. Well, this goes back to what we were talking about before: of when players bust, it's not always on them. Like now, he's 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 down in the depth chart, and if Jonathan Mingo turns out to be a beast and DJ Chark stays healthy, then it's and done. It's done. He'll never yeah. go on the field. Yeah, and, and so now, even if he can be good, and these guys are better, he'll never. And so, like, had he had a real opportunity with a good coaching staff and a good offense from the jump, what could he have possibly been, you know, turned into? And now, you know, he could end up being like Corey Davis, where in two years, all of a sudden, everybody's like, "Dude, Terrace Marshall's a, a freaking ad on his fourth or fifth year in the league," you know? Yeah. And I hope so. I, you know, I think the guy's a very talented guy. I, it's just somebody I don't know where to value him. And I got him in a lot of leagues just because I, I was taking dart throws on receivers and, you know, take a shot. I'm a Panther fan. Yep. You know, it's, that's the drinking game. So anytime Daniel brings up he's a Panther fan, you got to take a shot. <laughs> um, so talk about the – you said you had a player, Terrell. Talk to me about who you got. <clears throat> so uh, had a – what most considered a career-ending injury. Okay. And the team stuck with him, and he came back, and they started running him in this last season, 
It's like, all right, well, you kept me, and then they didn't use him, and he wanted to trade, and he sat out, and then at the end of the season, they started using him again. Oh, God. And it's like, okay, well, they want him to use him, but then we're just, this is it. He's got the same first name as one of my all-time favorite quarterbacks. Yep. He does. And then (laughs) then you're like, all right, well, it's still not uh, like you don't want to ride with him because you don't know what's going to happen, but then they didn't draft anybody. Yeah. And now they what did the draft hell? somebody. Well, it was like no, a late, fifth round seventh round, yeah, 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 Zach seventh, Evans. Right. So where does Camp Makers fit now in your value? Because hey. now listen, hold on, let me finish. Yeah, <laughs> the reason I said Miles Sanders kind of yeah. here this last season, coming off that injury, look at his yards per carry. If he toted the rock, or if he was that error on a snap percentage, about Miles? Than, no, 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 uh, Camp Makers. If he was out there for more than fifty percent of the snaps. His yards per carry didn't go under five except for once, and it was four point nine five. Well, I, I well okay. So I I remember when he first came back. Well, I'm thinking of the year he tried to come back at the end of the season. No, I'm talking about last. Was, yeah, I'm talking about last. Year. So once he was getting fully healthy, because yeah. of the year where he tried to come back, they were in like in the twos. Exactly, because that was during the playoff was games. Shitting him. Yeah, that's that was during the playoffs. And the, the, the run. When they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. That, that was abysmal. Okay, so you're talking about And it was like, oh, he sucks. The next, yeah, and then this you. last season. And then all the fucking drama. And all the drama. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. all right, well, they're done with him. But then they ended up giving it back to him when they sent uh, Daryl Henderson down the road. Yeah. And he was over five yards of carry when they gave him the ball more yeah. than 50%. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit. Well, then we'll see how the draft goes. And then the draft comes and goes, and they didn't take a, a running back in the first five rounds. Yeah. Four rounds, whatever. It's like, holy shit. And we're still sitting yeah. here, and he's still there. The question, it's, it's where's his makers. value? Everybody's yeah. been yeah. like, ah, we don't want to touch Here's him. Here's what I'll say. But at this point, man, it looks like he could be <laughs> the dude. The dude. And it could be a really good. So, so what you're talking to, first of all, you got to understand, I'm a guy do. who thinks Kyron Williams has the potential to be the dude. Okay. I, I don't know. You know how you know how as, as as fantasy players you just get hooked on a guy and you're yeah. like, I want this guy to be the guy. I, Kyron Williams when he was initially coming out, and he's probably another guy that kind of fits this mold. But when he was coming out, we talked about this I think last week or the week before, um, that he was going to be a top three. He was in that same class with Kenneth Walker and all that. So what was that last year? Uh, yeah. yeah. So he was he he was he was thought to be. A, uh, a a top three back, and then he shit his pants at the combine, and, and everybody just completely threw him to the curb, and they got him late. I don't think if you go back and look at his college tape, his talent didn't go anywhere, you know. And and so, and then the Zach Evans, uh, Zach Evans, the only knock against him, and I may be wrong, I may be confusing him with somebody else, but I'm pretty sure the only knock with him coming out of college was his production profile was great, except he didn't score a lot of touchdowns. And so he's a guy who can who can also step up. So you got three guys there. Right now, I think Cam Akers is the lead guy. I think they're going to give him that opportunity. But I'm with you. I don't know what the fuck to do with him. If I got him, I'm holding him. Unless somebody just gets stupid. Unless I can find somebody who's like, I think Cam Akers is the dude. Here's a first-round draft pick. And I'll trade him in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah. If I got Cam Akers, I don't care if it's a late first. Here See, he is. I would take I would take I would take any first round pick for him. Yeah, the exactly. one team I have him. The thing is, I also wouldn't give a first round pick for no, him. No, hundred percent. 
No. I, c- I can't. If I was trying to go get him, that, I would a, give him a injury third. still scares the shit out of me because we yes. still haven't. I know he just went a whole season. Right. But it's still, it's yeah, there. No, no, it's they, didn't play, they didn't play him a full season like he's 100% coming well, back. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, exactly. But, yeah. well, you know, Dan, I, would say, yeah. I would say if, if I could get a third, if, if I was going after him, I would offer a third in like. I don't know Zach Evans, right? <laughs> some some yeah. late round draft or some mid round, some mid. It's just crazy. I have no idea. Like, would you, cha- to, would you trade James Cook straight up right now? If you had James Cook, would you trade him straight up for for Cam Akers? No, no, I'd take and I'd, see that I'll says take Cook. God no, no, no. For if, if somebody wants if to somebody get offered you James Cook for Cook, I'd take it in a heartbeat. Well, uh, yeah, you're, if you're had, a little biased. If I had Akers. Would you take James Cook straight up if you had Akers? And see, oh my. Yes, I would. But see, and then that's crazy again, though. It is crazy. Because when you look at them side by side, yeah. they're going to use the hell out of Cam if you look at what they yeah. want, supposedly. Uh, you look at what Sean McVay's James, always doing with running and, backs. And what's, a, and what's a, a running back's worth on a Bills team, really, honestly, in oh, the past? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, no, like, I agree with you. We're yeah. still, if I had Cam Akers, still, I wouldn't take James Cook We're still Cook hoping up. James Cook is going to yeah. turn into yeah. something good. But history says it's not going to happen Right, with but Bills. we're going into what James Cook's third year? Second year. Second year. I don't know. Apparently, I'm adding a year to life. Yeah. I don't know. But I will um, say this, too, though. When Cam Akers did get more gameplay, it was when they already lost their playoff shot. And, and their passing game against, was doo doo trash. They, playing, they had no passing game. Yeah, and they were playing against lower tiered defenses. Right. And yeah, stuff and, like. but at the same time, well, so you I mean, figure they would have added somebody in free agency by now. Yeah, oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, or yeah, drafted no, somebody. I'm high. not That's saying why they don't think he's the he's the well, guy. Well, first of all, they can't draft anybody high because they gave all. Yeah, their they well, gave away yeah. all their stuff. <laughs> true. I, I mean, just uh, like my my pick my take on cake. My take on, on cake. Acres. Now, if you want to talk about cakes, cake, strong opinions about cake. I just, I just feel personally like I, I saw when they did decide to use him. It wasn't until they were already out of like contention. I guess it was more like let's just see what he still got. And it was against. It was games that didn't not. not oh, they're easy matter, defenses. But it was easier defenses. It was easy. It was a less play game. It was there was nothing really riding on it having to be good. There's not. But also, but if you don't have do a passing nothing. game and you know you're gonna, they know you're gonna run it, and he still got over five. He yards. still did well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that I just says something. That's why it kind of like. Uh, but in the exact same breath of air, I was all on the Cam Akers coming out. You know, yeah. Before the injury, I'm yeah. like, this dude is going to rock everybody's world. Okay, I got one for you, and it's still, it's just uh, all, you know, it's really tough. It really is. I got one for you guys. What's that? How do you value <laughs> value? Okay, value. look, look, the beers. How uh, do you I value? Them. How do you value um, Kamara? Oh, Alvin Kamara, right now. Him. I can't. I can't. Miss, I can't. First of all, you got it. You got what perceived what was last year a shit offense. Yeah. Yep. But they did go get Derek Carr. All right. Oh, hell, I'll even throw Michael Thomas in that pile. Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. If you got them or they're out there, where? What's the fucking value? Michael Thomas nope. was it two or three years ago nope. was drafted as the dynasty startup number one overall pick. Number one overall pick. So yeah. that tells you that on his best day, when he has everything going for him, he has the potential to be the best wide receiver in the NFL. Now, yes. his best day may need to have Drew Brees at quarterback, but I'm just saying, how? At one point between him and Drew, he was catching 80%, over 80% of the passes Drew Brees threw to him. 
And as accurate as Drew Brees is, he wasn't accurate enough that there wasn't a whole lot of Michael Thomas's ability making that shit happen. So yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. but Sid from Tory's story, uh, old Derek Carr, Derek Carr is no is, is no, no Drew Brees. Drew Brees, I agree, I agree. But my thing is, is, so you have these two players who at one point, Alvin Kamara was the RB one in fo- in fantasy football, and you have Michael Thomas who was the like whatever you want to call him, the number one right. in fantasy football. They're both obviously older by two two to three years. They're both on, you would think, the downside of their career. Kamara, to me, is a lot like what we thought about with Saquon going into last year. Saquon has basically spent two years injured. He was trash. A lot of people were off of him. I was like, I think when we were doing rankings, I had Saquon like the third round. Okay, if we were doing rankings now, Saquon's a late first. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so things can change quickly because the talent doesn't leave. Obviously, you got to figure out. I mean, if you remove Kamara's legal troubles, I'm just talking about the player itself and what he could potentially be. And then Michael Thomas, I don't know. Is Michael Thomas soft? Was he injured? Um, is he a, a, a bit of a diva? I don't know. And so you're trying to. You're trying to filter all this shit and decide if you have these guys because Michael Thomas could also be a waiver drop. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, <laughs> so, so I just real quick. Last year, Josh Jacobs. Uh, yeah, with, absolute animal with Derek Carr though. Yeah. Right? Uh, he finished one standard number three PPR. Yeah, uh, running back, but he only had like 53 receptions for like 400 yards last year. Yeah. Okay. Kamara. On his down years, this last two years have been 57 and 47 receptions for 490 and 439 yardage. Right. The four years before that were 83, oh, a, 81, been, 81, 81, he would have been 700 the dude yards, had, 500, yeah. 700 yards, 800 yards reception. Yes. Yeah. That Those was are with all his, with Breeza. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Derek Carr, at, unless the same people are going to be running well, the gotta, show yeah, which gotta, they're not they're not it's no. not gonna i, I think Dennis, even i think even kamara's is the head coach, down right? year yeah, it's is gonna be like what jacob's awesome or saying i don't know yeah but that's still what a top three running back yeah i mean if you uh, you have to take into account the six but say he comes back after six games and he's the the number one running back well and uh, he's utilized the same way jacob's is i'm sorry what I'm saying is, even if I don't, Kamara hinges on the receptions. He does because he doesn't. He hasn't had a thousand yard rushing season yet. Yeah, because he hasn't had two hundred. I don't think he's had two hundred carries in a season yet. I, I, Pro, uh, two year, or last yeah. two years. The last two years he had. His last two years he's had more rushing than any other year before. Two forty and two twenty three. Okay, uh, but I'm just saying, like that's. But still, know. he's only got 897, yeah, 898. So, so his rushing isn't and his strong point. He's only right. averaging three to four yards so, a carry. So, but what, Derek what Carr is a lot. That's a definite improvement over. 100 oh, uh, percent. Uh, the last two, yeah. Taysom, Jason, Winston. Hey, I don't know. Go look guys. at Andy Dalton's stats from last year. Andy Dalton was no scrub. All right, he was not hanging out the passenger side of his bestest ride. So he, you give you put some respect on Andy Dalton's fucking name. Now and, that he's a Panther, we got to put respect no, no, no. on. No, I'm just saying. You you look at the numbers. You look at the numbers. Andy Dalton oh, was yeah. was no scrub, and in, in that fucking offense. Now, Michael Thomas, 
still didn't flourish in it, so yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, okay. He threw for 2,800 yards in 14 games. I yeah. guess. In, How many it, touchdowns? I'm guessing if he, th- he threw 18 with nine interceptions? interceptions. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah, I guess if, I guess if he had what, another three games, he could have maybe been decent. <laughs> he finishes the 22nd quarterback overall. Yeah, so. but how many games did he hey, play? It ain't last. 14. 14. Yeah. yeah. How many games did he start? That's the real thing. Cause mm, that is a good question. Yeah. I don't know. We look. All I'm saying. All I'm saying out. is he's not hanging out this, the, the pastor side of his best friend's ride. He didn't play a single uh, full game. Not one single. But full week game. four, he played 95. percent Yeah. Well, he's not going to play a single full game because Taysom you got to get Taysom Hill touches. Or duh, 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 duh. Yeah, tight yeah. end Taysom Hill. Anyway, that's a whole. Uh, hey, we could even have a whole fucking podcast on how do you value fucking Taysom Hill. You don't. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> that is that's his lottery is what he is. Yes, you take him hoping that you hit. Yes, and look, he's he's a great uh, best ball pickup. I'm buying. If the you hell can pick out. up Taysom Hill on best ball, yeah, because he's going to have some really good weeks, but he's going to have a lot of shit. Yep, he'll have a passing, a rushing, and a receiving touchdown. I'm sure. Again so, this season, so. We'll, we'll close it down with Miles Sanders. This will be the last one we talk about. Miles Sanders going to the Panthers is very, very interesting. Um, I, I kind this isn't somebody whose value is a complete mystery. I feel like we, I feel like the dynasty community kind of is figuring out his value but there is still a little mystery because he's he's on a team that has a rookie quarterback historically that's not very good um but they have a really good offensive line it's a team that's going to need him to protect that quarterback and their defense is really good so if they're in close games where they got a four or five six point lead late in the fourth guess who's going to get the ball and they're talking about how they want to equal Miles Sanders' best receiving season. And I don't remember the exact numbers, but I know it's over 50 catches. And I'm I'm talking about in the passing game. It's over 50 catches. His first year was 50 receptions for 509 yards. Yeah, so they want to mimic that. If you can tell me right now, going into the season, you can say, hey, Miles Sanders is going to be our um, bell cow back, and we're going to get him 50-plus receptions. I'm going to tell you he's going to be an RB1. I'm just saying. They had their offensive line did work last year for Foreman, okay, and so you know I'm not saying the Panthers are going to be great, but what I'm saying is is I think Miles Sanders can be great in this offense if he stays healthy and uh, and goes out there and does what he's done his whole career and rush for over five yards of carry. Mm-hmm. Hell, if he can rush for over four yards of carry, he's going to be really really fucking good. Yep. If you can get him fifty fucking receptions. So, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like we're all kind of on the same page with Miles Sanders, but I need somebody to talk me off the ledge because, you know, I, I feel like, you know, that, that I maybe am looking through rose-colored glasses. And so I'm trying to find somebody to say, hey, you need to calm the fuck down, and I, I can't find anybody. To tell you to what? To calm down? Yeah, about to quit Miles being Sanders. excited? About no, no. Just say, hey, he's not going to be all that in a bag of chips. He is going to be all that in a bag of chips. Thank you. That's and everybody says otherwise needs to just, just shut suck the hell a bag up, of dicks. Man. I'm I telling can, you, I could see him being all that. I don't know about the bag of chips. 
<laughs> oh man, it's gonna be. He's gonna be. He's gonna be the equivalent of those new honey mustard Doritos. I'm, wait, Have you tried wait a minute. Uh, that's what? a thing. That's a thing. I'm kind of. Uh, huh? First of all, do you have to like honey mustard for them to be good? Because really. I'm kind of like meh on honey it's, mustard. It's I can different, take it or leave it. but it's like <laughs> all there right. are some honey mustards Get that I this. love, and there are others that I'm, I could do without my, my whole yeah. life. Most Chinese Listen, restaurants, what? What the saying, packets though. of honey mustard. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, I, I mean, it's it's That's okay. Not me. I That's love not them, me. and not everybody is. I like, but I'm fake. right, and they're wrong. Okay. <laughs> That's the solid. Well, to it. I think honey mustard right now is kind of the Miles Sanders of fantasy. Like <laughs> some people are like super excited and love it. And I fucking want. And some people are like, I don't, uh, so, I don't really know. I don't. It's not that I don't like honey mustard. I just don't know a lot about honey well, mustard. My 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 only problem would be is I don't know how well he's going to handle a full season of over fifty percent of the snaps. To, to be the bell cow and to be the actual pass catcher back, they're going to want him to be. Well, good news is he doesn't have a quarterback there. stealing. Uh, well, I mean, just fucking yeah, red zone. Shit I'm just, from him. I'm just worried. The only thing that would worry me is if they're if they got him out there the first five six weeks and he's out there eighty percent, seventy five percent. Yeah, they use him like they did McCaffrey. Like McCaffrey yeah, I don't even, think he can hold up to that. So, so but just, you got Chuba. You got you, yeah, yeah. and so I feel like if he can get sixty percent or more of the snaps, I, that that would be my around worry. 65 percent. They're, tr- they're trying to make him. No, if they're no, trying yeah, to make I him Bill Cow, and they're trying to give him all these these you know passes, he's going to have to be out Listen, there a Deuce lot. Deuce Staley has come out and, and said he wants a three headed monster. Yeah, that made me nervous. But then Frank um, Wright came out and said that he wants to equal that 50 reception, yeah. which tells me you can't have a three-headed monster and him get 50 catches. Uh, yeah. So, I, you know, I, I think it's somewhere in between, but I, like, I do agree with I, you. I really like where Miles Sanders landed. I like what they can do with him, but I, the only thing that would worry me, that would stress me, is if, if they're they're trying to work him like McCaffrey, he's not McCaffrey. Yeah. He's not going to last 10 games no. you know, out there being worked to absolute death. So, cuz right. I mean even in his career you can look back. I mean, I think one year he had multiple games over 50%. Most of the time it's between well, 30 Doug and Peterson didn't know what the fuck to do with him for years. We were screaming about oh, yeah, that. Oh yeah, we yelled. Finally last year they were like we're going to give you some touches, but then they had Jalen Hurts who was stealing all the goal line shit, but he still got over 1000 yards and still maintained that 5 point you yeah. know over 5 yard carry. Terrell, I'm going to let you close this out. Talk to me about Miles where you're at and how what you're thinking. <sighs> Uh yeah, <laughs> you already said it. I don't know. This last season, he got almost a uh, hundred more touches than he's ever had in a season. Right. Mm-hmm. That was with an extra game, sure. But he also hit over a thousand yards. He played every single game. He didn't uh, get. I mean, yeah, he had. He had. He, he got dinged, but he yeah. got dinged, but he yeah. still played. Right. So that was good. Just like his first year. So we're four seasons in, two full seasons, two injured seasons, and really the the last year before this last one, that was kind of kind of bullshit anyways that just chalked that whole season up as loss as far as i'm concerned with the way peterson was just dumb they use him when they shouldn't have they didn't use him when they should have and it was just completely stupid that might have been the first year of this coaching staff but either way they didn't know what the fuck they were doing not even a little bit and you go back and mark my words if you go back and you caught some highlights of how and when they use him yeah they honestly put him in the worst situations when they finally put him out there no fucking wonder he got hurt because he was trying to scrap and gain for every little bit of yardage on something that everybody knew was coming anyways and they're just hitting everything it was like everybody was aiming their weapons at the one guy they knew was going to finally get it because they didn't run him for the first three fucking quarters i remember eagles fans in the stands like cheering 
every time that they handed the ball off the ball, Sanders. They were like, thank you. They literally like, were chanting his name yes. in the stands because they would we're not run him. him. Yep. And then when they finally did, it's like, all right, well, they put him in. They're going to run him. <laughs> of course he got fucking hurt. I remember. It was, it was worst case scenario. It bugged me so bad. I remember being on this podcast God, going. Me. Dude, Miles Sanders must be the worst dude ever <laughs> because they fucking hate that guy in the yep. coaches staff. But no, it's uh, he's always been like he just I, I've I've liked him yeah, for his years talent now. Is so good, and everybody is so low on him because they look at the numbers only, but they don't put all the numbers together to see the whole picture. Yeah, he didn't break a thousand yards, but he also only had like 120 carries, or he only played 12 games, and yep. it's like all right, well. But look at the yards per carry. If somebody only gets 120 carries and they get 800-something yards with no yeah. receiving work, Jesus, man, that's a hard runner. Put him on my team. I'll take him. Yeah. I, you know, Especially I, with a team that will finally, like, I don't know, use, hopefully like Matt said, though, they don't McCaffrey they don't, the they hell don't out of him. They don't burn him. him. That, that, that's my yeah. only worry, that's honestly. Yeah. As far as when I'm going after him or I'm trying to trade to get him, I'm – I got that. That's still in the back of my mind. No, I understand. It's still like you know, there are very few. Keep people. in mind though, this is a whole different regime. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you got to no, look. That's always the thing. Um, but the good news is, he hasn't been burned up in his early yeah, years. So he's yeah, got. He's, yeah, exactly. Hope, you, you hope he's got some kind of like Austin Eckler. Yeah, yeah. Like, feeling yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. He, he sat on the bench for 14 years, but yet <laughs> he didn't run none. Yep. Uh, so I, I will say I've been in a couple startups where I traded a lot of my early round draft equity to get first round draft equity, and I've got Miles Sanders in the seventh and eighth rounds of those startups as my first running back off the board, and I've right. been pretty happy about that. Yeah. And so um, if you can get him in the seventh, eighth rounds, because I would take him as high as five, four or five, depending on how the draft falls and who's available. Oh, so. yeah, definitely. But, you know, it, it, you know, everything we say and everything we do and, how, and, 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 and whatever we bring to the table is always about helping you guys get to that average place the in your average leagues. place. Because if we can get you to that average place, as, as Terrell told us a long time ago when he coined our phrase – if you finish average, you didn't finish last. Didn't lose. And we did our job. Yep. So we hope you guys uh, have fun out there. Uh, it is dynasty season. Get balls deep in some dynasty. And uh, hopefully something we said helped you get to that average place. So y'all be good. Later. Hasta la adios.